Hello and welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And that it is. Oh, you did a double that it is. You <laughs> caught me off guard. I was really liking our rhythm. Just making sure you're paying attention. I'm paying attention. Are you? Uh, yeah. Uh- um, so this particular episode, we will be recapping the challenge final reckoning, reckoning, <laughs> uh, season 32, episode eight, titled Shaneless. Wow. Shaneless. Yeah. Shane was a big player in this app. This was his episode. This was his app. This was Shane's, I'm not, you know, first of all, no pun intended with my, his, his, uh, his coming out. But uh, this was his real. This was not his coming out. This was his rising, the phoenix rising, because he's been poking his head in every single episode so far in the season. In this trilogy, this being the last of the three, um, he has been a huge player uh, ever since he sort of. I, I say he had maybe one or two rocky seasons when he redebuted. Um, a few seasons back, mm-hmm. but um, he has really taken charge of this show. I don't know about the game, but this show is now starring Shane. I want to say something, and Nick, don't take it personally, but I feel like Shane has been under your radar because I have been loving him as a character on at least the past three challenges. And I feel like on this episode, while we were watching, you were kind of shocked by, or not shocked, but impressed. You finally took notice of Shane's power and um, fun social moves, cattiness, some that sometimes maybe borderline bullying, which maybe we shouldn't enjoy, uh, but does make good TV. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, why are you just coming around on the chain train now? First off, I disagree with your assessment. Uh, He hasn't flown under my radar. I just wasn't liking the way he was playing the game. He seemed too desperate in seasons past because he ha- he didn't have an alliance. He was scraping to get by in games. He's always been tight with the Lavender Ladies. You no, know, that's not always. That's two seasons ago. He When that happened for him, he was doing things like having to manip- manipulate his partner into doing stuff and playing sort of a dirty uh, underhanded game when now, at least the way it's edited, everybody in the house knows uh, what kind of cards he's playing. And it's become his character, and he's leaning into it, and he's loving it, and he's owning it. And I feel like it—it it felt desperate and strange a few seasons ago, and now it—it uh, it feels almost empowering. And I, honestly, he's just having more fun with it. There wasn't much laughing and playing in the house while he was tormenting people. It was more like him exploding on somebody or throwing a challenge or being conniving behind the scenes and what we saw here today was nothing less than Shakespeare in the house (laughs) killing it in the house with his um mannerisms facial expressions and catchphrases i will agree with you that he is having fun with it he's fucking loving what's going on he is really to me he's playing as if uh, a very conniving fan got into the house. Mm. He, um, when I decided that I was a Shaniac uh, tonight, yeah, you said uh, it out loud. Uh, it, it was, and we're gonna go through it. It's a heavy Shane episode. We should just jump into it, but it had nothing to really do with his connivingness. Um, it, it's different. Okay, let's get into it. So the episode started with a previously on where we are given the rundown of Cam's master plan to save all of the teams she has an alliance with and or is friends with, which is seven teams. Yeah. Seven teams. Uh, too I, many friends. Yeah, I'm not too sure. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know about this. I kind of feel like that she didn't do it for that reason. So then we learn that Angela and Faith are going to go against Davon and Jose. But then, bump, 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 the missionaries walk in. That's Hunter and Ashley Brooke Mitchell. Okay, so that is where this episode starts. It starts in the giant soccer ball, otherwise known as Armageddon. TJ is telling the mercenaries that they are playing. Did I call them missionaries? I don't know. He's. (laughs) You said mercenaries just now. Okay, he calls the mercenary. He tells the mercenaries they're playing for a million dollars. Ashley Mitchell is like, excuse me, a million dollars? The team that comes in first gets all of it? And he's like, they do. She does a movement that can only be described as uh, someone who now has a mission. Okay, she made a a shoulder roll that said, this is going to be my number one mission, winning this money. TJ explains to them that they are playing for a spot in this house. Unlike other challenges where the mercenaries come in and then they leave, these mercenaries will be competing to get into the game. So at the end of this elimination, one of these teams is going to the Redemption House. And the other goes into the house. Uh, Not really many stakes here, in my opinion. Mm. The Redemption House has taken away all the stakes in these eliminations. I disagree because I feel like getting out of the Redemption House is so much harder. You don't know that until you get there. And you also don't know that the Redemption House isn't going to be featured that much on this show until it's edited and aired. So honestly, the stakes for these shows, um, along with, hey, I'm not going to win the money, is, hey, uh, I may only be on three episodes of this season that I'm trying to make my career off of. So I need to stay on long enough for people to notice me and to get fans. And, you know, uh, we, we listened to Marie talk on um, on uh, 15 Minutes of Blame from Brain Candy about uh, how she's not even that interested. Sure, it was a little tongue-in-cheek, but she's not that, much, that interested in money. She wants to get enough followers on social media so she can get free shit sent to her. You which have to reminds remember. Me, which reminds me, please give us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Um, and please follow us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. Okay, Nick, continue. You must remember that the stakes are a lot higher than I'm not going to win this game. So if people think that they are going home and off the show, uh, it the dynamic is a little different. People yeah. fight a little harder. That's not true. that they're not fighting hard, and it's not. This wasn't really a good uh, demonstration of what I'm trying to say here. But I think personally. I don't really care who wins or loses that much because I know that I'm going to get a team that I'm interested in them stirring up drama and I like them as players, which is Ashley and uh, Hunter. Hunter, I I know I'm going to get a few episodes of them, whether it be in the Redemption House or not. So to me, it's like, oh, good, they're going to be on the show now rather than, oh, I really want them to be in this and I'd like this other team to go home because they're kind of boring. I didn't get that as a viewer, and I think the Redemption House is just a netting for people. Yeah. Um, and yes, it adds to other things, and, and the way that they want to do the twists in the plot and TJ making pivot moves on a dime, I get that. But I, I think it might be detrimental to the overall suspense of this game. I see that. So this elimination is called No Slack. And basically the way it works is uh, team members are connected to each other by a bungee cord of some sorts. And they have to break through a series of windows. I think it's six windows they need to break through. Five or six. And then once they uh, break through one window, then the next team member can start trying to break through their window. So it it really depends on both team members uh, doing their best. You know, no one's going to be able to carry this. So 
Hunter and Ashley are going up against Faith and Angela in Armageddon. And Angela and Faith are winning. Okay? The first half of this, they are winning. Angela and Faith are competitors. I see them having a long challenge career, especially Angela. When this game was debuted, I thought it uh, was way more weighted into the um, Hunter and uh ashley team why uh i i thought it was more on uh easier for them to win because they didn't say that the boards were going to be any different on on the on the man's side right the walls that they have to break with their hands and that to me is a huge physically imposing man um he at least i understand both partners have to get through and there's a hole but he could just punch through any wall he we know that he's going to make it through here yeah that is a good point i see what you're saying so angela and faith um they come out you know just really swinging right off the bat they are winning they are busting through these walls ashley is struggling hunter is getting through them but ashley is she's using her head at some times she cannot seem to get she was slamming her head through the wall at one point yeah she could do you not... think that she really thought that was going to help or do you think she thought this will make a good moment on tv a little bit of both okay. i think she probably was like my fists aren't working and i i have to do something i would have been kicking but maybe they're the uh, way they that clearly they are... told them that you can't kick you would you would start kicking after the first time you started punching because punching a wall like that doesn't matter how soft they made it it hurts and it's hard and so uh i imagine immediately you'd start kicking so that's a good point because what happens is that after Angela and Faith go through these first three walls, Faith gasses out. She, something's wrong with her hand. Um, something about the way she's punching. Her nail's been going into her flesh. She tries to get it together. Johnny is there cheering her on. Uh, she tries to, but she doesn't. And Hunter and Ashley surpassed them. Yeah. And it was pretty shocking. I thought for a second Angela and Faith were gonna win. Yeah, I mean, they did. They started at, you know, I don't know. It takes a couple of times for people to start finding the rhythm and how to do it. And I, I think Ashley would have figured it out. Now, Hunter immediately smashed through every wall that he was near. And so I believe I was right in my assessment immediately being like, that I don't have to worry about one half of this team making at right. least the physically making it through the walls. Um, you know, I guess there was he's kind of big and it did seem like he had to sort of wiggle his way in through the window that still wasn't as much as having two way smaller competitors have to punch through the same walls. Like we don't know. Like Yeah. The point is is that Angela and Faith looked like they were gonna win and then something happened and they lost. And Ashley was able to figure it out. They win. The mercenaries are now going into the main house and Angela and Faith are going into the redemption house. As soon as this happens, Hunter starts screaming at Johnny Bananas, uh-huh. trying to get in his head, you know, and then they show a little clip. I guess maybe it was a dirty thirty clip. Somewhere where Johnny slighted Hunter. It, it, honestly, I can't... Re- while it was happening, I blacked out. I can't remember now. I can't think about when this happened. My idea of Hunter's beef with Johnny is just through the lens of Corey and the Young Bucks. You know, Corey was going after Johnny, and it always felt like when Hunter was going after Johnny that it was secondary, but apparently they're trying to work this into the storyline. Hunter's talking shit to Johnny. Tony pipes up, who we know um, is friends with Hunter, and is like, hey man, you gotta be easy on him. He's my partner now. And then Hunter and Nelson have a joyful reunion. Yeah, they just jumped and and, uh, bumped chests, sort of, shoulders, (laughs) whatever, but they're excited. Ashley and Faith are going into the Redemption House, and before they do, Jose tells Faith and Angela to make friends with Polly and Natalie. Make 
friends with Polly and Natalie. If they pull the double cross, they'll bring you into the Armageddon to possibly go back into the um, main house. Now, the problem with this is that Angela is hooking up with Natalie's supposed ex, Johnny, which, I, I mean, I think we've all agreed at this point I don't is really fluff know. and what, we don't believe yeah, it. I don't know what's real and in any of those four people. I don't know what's real. I will say in this moment when Johnny is saying goodbye to Angela, it looks like he really likes her. He looks concerned. This um, episode, I felt like, was uh, we saw some moments of Johnny being a human. What do you think about that? I think he's getting older. Uh, I think he is getting a little bit more philosophical about his place in this franchise. Mm-hmm. I think we saw that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, I don't know if you wrote it down, but there was a moment when we got... Um, an interview from him that was where Johnny says it's getting harder and harder for the vets. Yeah, and you know he kind of sh- they show Car Maria, they show, and it is it is kind of strange to be in this uh, world um, for this long and being able to maintain like I'm just competing on the the contest I got chose to be compete. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot in this show. We're starting to see people who have been on this show for so long that they're being self-referential out of no other means of communication. Yeah. It's like, listen, it's a little too tough for me to pretend like I haven't been on a show on MTV for a long time. It's super insular. And I feel like, you know, this comes up in the fight with Johnny and Shane later in the episode, but uh, Shane kind of calls out Johnny and Carmaria as uh, walking around the house like they're better than everyone else. And I 100% believe that's what they're doing. I mean, I... I do like both of them, but I feel like if you're winning challenges consistently, it's almost impossible for that not to happen. This There's a certain type of fame that these reality show types, I, I feel like, attain. They they attain this level, and, and it's um, it's interesting. I, I think we're seeing, you know, you I, this was off mic, but uh, me and Ashley were talking about the Jersey Shore and I think you see that when you're when you're not on this show for a while, you're still treated like you're the star of this show. But mm-hmm. then you get put in a house with a bunch of people who feel the exact same way as you. Things start to pop up and, and you feel weird and you start to feel threatened. Or, Egos or, have to be danced around. And you're getting older. and you're eh, Well, we're going a little too deep into this. We're but getting deep. We're getting deep. Let's so, continue our recap. TJ says, you know, what do you guys think of the twist? Johnny is like, I'm not happy with it. It's it's real fair, he says sarcastically. TJ kind of puts him in his place. He's like, if I remember correctly, this is about the time you entered on Invasion. And then TJ, he just goes ahead. He reminds us that anything can happen. This idea is just being shoved down our throat 24-7. Man, this, this game's crazy. Vendettas is different than all the other challenges. Anything can happen can also mean we're making it up as we go along <laughs> kind of seems that way a little bit now at this point nick this is when you turned to me and said that you were a shaniac and you asked me to write down um the storytellers i don't know what that is in reference to the storytellers and i'm, I'm interested shane what you has, have to say shane has turned his interview style into um something that um i respect in these franchises where uh you're able, you know exactly what you need to do when you're in your interviews, and that's tell a dynamic story and to tell it in the way that uh, is interesting, yet 
doesn't compromise the reality element of the show. Ah. They have to go in and and talk about stuff that hasn't happened like it's happening to them right now, mm-hmm. narrating. And some people struggle with that a little bit and mm-hmm. you don't hear from them. Some people develop their own style and other people have become, uh, I, call, I call it reaching Evan. Evan's Evan's testimonials, his uh, his interviews, his confessionals were always very articulate and could tell the story about what we were seeing, and it would make it a more dynamic show. Interesting. Shane is doing that now. He is able to lean into things and storylines and the way he's talking about certain storylines and moves in a way that fans are understanding of where you're like oh it's not just like i'm here doing my interview i'm talking which is kind of like how everybody is for the most part there are some people that know how to play up because they know for a fact that okay so this is what they've chosen to tell as as the story in the edit so i'm gonna go ahead and and um I'm going to narrate this in a way that, in a more dramatic way. Uh And he's killing it. In this episode, 100%. There are other people on this show that do that. Yeah, I feel like Jemmy does a good job, but she's not there. Jemmy is just not... Jemmy has her own style. Yeah. And it's a truthful style. And it's a... And it's... And it's... I'm going to talk as much shit as possible style. Um... Johnny Bananas does not do this. Johnny Bananas is always protecting himself Mm -hmm. and always just shooting, you know, uh, shit at other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kyle has developed his own voice, which is like, I'm going to be the cheeky bad guy. Yeah. Um, And which is great. But the storytellers, in my opinion, right now are Shane and Cara Maria. Yeah. Cara Maria is in there. And yes, she's maybe a little, uh, she's playing into her character a little bit. But she's also knows how to talk about this show and the season in a way that it makes me feel like she is telling us for the first time. When we all know she's already lived this, seen the footage, and now narrating it, to be able to perform on that level is special. Uh, You respect it. are the storytellers. Wow. Broken down. I love it. I love it. So that takes us to the main house where we see everybody drinking the green slime. And then Hunter just kind of tells us that Ashley can pop off. She's a loose cannon. And so this is sort of setting up the next few scenes that we see with her. Then we immediately go to the redemption house. We see Angela and Faith walk in and um, they drop the news. Uh, Faith tells them about Cam's big, um, massive manipulation of the voting. She drops a bomb. I mean, I really enjoyed Polly's face in this because his mouth was open the whole time. CT is kind of smiling as if he respects it. And then that takes us back to the main house. Uh, but they also, uh, they they must have come in on some real fun Redemption House bit because CT w- had a blanket over his head and he had a fake mustache on. <laughs> like they had caught him doing something that they were just killing time doing. They must be so bored. Yeah, I know because they're not, t- they're not showing shit from the Redemption House. They're really not. That brings us to the main house. Johnny is upset. He says in a confessional or an interview that the um, he calls the Lavender Group the idiot Lavender Lavender Group. The 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 idiots. I mean, that is just that that just sums up sort of Johnny at this point, where he doesn't even have a good zinger in him. He's just <laughs> calling people idiots and morons yeah. and stupid. He's struggling. So then all the guys are kind of in the bunk uh, area, and Johnny says, let's take bets on how long it takes Kyle to sleep with Ashley. And then Ashley walks in. She's like, what are y'all talking about? And they're like, you sleeping with Kyle? And then that takes us to um, Cam in the kitchen, and she's saying, you know, with this game, whatever move you're going to make, you have to keep it a secret 
even from your partner. Then we see Davon and Jose laying in bed talking about Cam, um, mainly talking about how Cam bashes the rookies. And they're like, hey, you were just a rookie. Stop with this rookie talk all the time. Yeah, and also they are in a position where they don't feel like rookies because they were on... Uh, a network television show. Yeah. A show that ha- is m- more high profile. Right. Th- in my opinion, just by being on CBS, uh, arguably, or maybe inarguably, America's top network. Now, I think Davon is great, and I am going to miss her. She has publicly said on Twitter that she does not want to come back to the challenge. I'm finding her interviews to be really uh, fun, interesting, and smart. What do you think? I like her. I think she'd be a good addition as a longtime uh, person on this show. And I like Jose, too. I think that he's uh, really picked up the slack from from Champs vs. Stars. My opinion on him has completely flipped. It's done a 180 since Champs vs. Stars. That takes us to some night shots cameras you know they're they're giving us the surveillance footage to let us know that something shady is about to go on Ashley and Kyle are drinking everyone is asleep um, and then Ashley and Kyle uh, start making out in a stairwell Davon sees it she calls Kyle a bed bug hopping from every bed to every bed <laughs> Ashley who has now taken Faith's bed uh, goes into bed and Kyle joins her He has jumped into the same bed he was sharing with Faith the night before. I'm over Kyle's hookups as a storyline. Kyle's the horniest guy to ever live, I think. I'm no longer interested in it. I hope that they drop this. It's boring me. It's boring me, yeah. That takes us to a commercial break, which brings us right back to the main house where Hunter is asking Ashley if she hooked up with Kyle, and she lies and says, no, we didn't sleep together. And then she uh, says in an interview, like, yeah, I lied. I just, I don't want to have, like, a mark on our back, and I'm kind of keep that from my partner. Then we see a balcony scene where Shane has pulled aside Davon, and it seems like it's to apologize, but I never really heard an apology. He's more just saying, like, you know, this is a game. We're friends. I want you to leave here with real friends. And Davon's like, why don't you and I start fresh? And they seem to be burying the hatchet together in this scene, and then it is interspliced with interviews where they are saying, um, everything I'm saying is bullshit. I'm out for this person. Yeah. Mostly Shane saying I'm, I am, I mean, he had an incredibly vindictive interview moment here where he's like, I'm going to say whatever I can to make you feel a certain way just so I can bury you. Yeah. I'm going to take, like he, and if you remember from last episode, he said after the, you know, quote unquote bitch fight. Right. Um, that he was going to do what, do whatever he could to take, uh, that team out of this game. I really, really enjoyed the editing on this because it really was like oh we're friends cut to i will bury them cut to you know what let's just put it behind us cut to i do not trust him at all i'm gonna get him out of the game it was wonderful um that takes us to a winery I guess this is the, you know, obligatory club scene. They're usually going out to clubs, but we haven't seen one of those yet, have we? Uh, I don't know if we have. I don't think so. A lot I of I think house we might have seen like a restaurant scene. Maybe, Where yeah. Tori was telling Brad to break up with Brittany, but we haven't really seen like a club. I guess there's no clubs in the vicinity. I mean, yeah, so they all kind of put down blankets and drank wine, <laughs> and they got pretty wine drunk, and, uh, you know, there's some toasting here and there. There's some kissing. Amanda and Joss are kissing. Kissing, and then Amanda says, "Like Joss is actually trying to get to know me," and I'm like, "Is he?" Because he seems dumb as a rock. Like, yeah, not hearing anything from him this season. By the way, he's not doing anything. He see, he could not be less interesting to me. And Amanda is so interesting. I'm 
very confused by this pairing. Um, that's when we get Johnny sort of talking about how he he feels like he's kind of on the outside of the cliques. He says that it's getting harder and harder to win for vets. And um, I don't know why I wrote this, but the next thing I wrote is Johnny and Kara fart sniffers. Do you know what that's about? Uh, yes, this is where um, Shane's goes into his tirade. Oh, when they're on the bus. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So they're leaving the winery. They're on the bus. And Shane is kind of going after Car Maria. Like, you don't call any of us. You don't ask for our numbers. You don't talk to us after the show. And that is when he says in an interview, like, Johnny and Cara are so up each other's ass. They're just like constantly sniffing each other's farts. It's where it's really an attack on Car Maria saying that uh, she's walking around um, uh, sniffing Johnny's farts. Oh. Like, basically saying, like, it, you know, I thought they were up sniffing Johnny's. each other's no, farts. No, it's more, it's more condemning Kara for being up Johnny's ass. When uh-huh. jo- and then in, later in the next scene, when Johnny finds out that Kara was spoken to by Shane, mm-hmm. um, you know, Johnny is, uh, Kara basically says, and you don't see this in the takedown on the bus. Right. But Kara basically says like, yeah, she, he was like getting on my case for like, being friends with you even though you make fun of me all the time right 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 so right. Ba- what we probably didn't see was um shane uh laying in a car about being like you let johnny walk all over you why because he's johnny bananas basically saying like you think you're too good for us you right. want to be friends with johnny but johnny doesn't give a shit about you like yeah. you're as bad as he is kind of yeah so basically nick is talking about the next scene we see which is uh cara and johnny talking back at the main house and Kara's telling johnny everything that shane said to her on the bus and Johnny gets upset he he states that Shane is running through the house trashing me to everyone and he calls Shane in there he's like I want to talk to you about this and then Shane and Johnny get into a very interesting confrontation I mean Shane really shines here because you you can tell that Johnny is upset Shane I mean this is clearly where you know I started to realize that boy this was the whole Shane episode and it's because Shane is making you know he's putting on this is part of his performance excuse me the performance we were talking about earlier um and yeah because when Johnny calls him in there and he's like can I talk to you Shane's like oh what happened oh Shane's like uh, oh. nonchalant like like cash lean what oh happened? oh what's up Johnny were you saying something what's like as on? if he wasn't just like screaming about him and Johnny's like I love you but like you're going around he's like I love you man but you're like going around you're talking talking shit about me to everyone and Johnny's like and and Shane's like well I mean it's just like you just think you're better than us and Johnny's like I don't think I'm better than us do I cut to Amanda and Ashley who are watching with their arms crossed and are nodding and then it cuts to a, a Tony interview where he's like Johnny has a target on his back but he's doing it to himself yeah I mean let's not forget him his partner doesn't like him either I mean nobody likes the guy and and that's and um you know later uh, we're, I'll, I'll save this point for later. This fight escalates to the point where Shane is now in his helmet and he is screaming at Johnny right. that he is a narcissist Johnny and a sociopath. Call, so Johnny calls out Shane for um, after he says you're a sociopath to Johnny. Johnny's like, oh, I'm I'm a sociopath? You're the guy who walks around with a goddamn helmet on trying to grow your hair back. And then Shane, without uh, skipping a beat, goes, give me my helmet. Like and he goes into <laughs> his room, puts it on, and then just starts continuing his tirade with his hair re hair. Re- 
regrowing helmet on. It's great. And it's edited to make it sound like he's a superhero because yeah. he does look like he has some sort of superhero headgear on. It's, it's, it's really fun. fun. It's a fun scene. Then it cuts to an interview with Amanda where she goes, everyone can see that Johnny is scared and we're just going to keep poking at him until he crumbles. Yeah, but I didn't, I'm not seeing anybody else poke at Johnny except for Shane. So they keep saying, people keep referring, I think Amanda does. and well, other Hunter people, did at the beginning uh, of the episode. A little bit, but not really. Just kind of talk some shit. But um, it's, been, it's been mostly uh, Shane the entire time. That brings us to the Redemption House where TJ walks in and he goes, okay, guys, you want to see what's going on in the main house? And they're like, of course we do. And then he just shows them footage of Kyle and Ashley hooking up, which was a bummer for Faith. And I it was felt just, bad. It, I don't know if they showed anything else, actually, or they just left this point in. This was like the most, hey, uh, you guys want to see something cool? And then everybody goes over there and then just like, oh, it's just a Faith eating a bunch of shit. Look at Faith. <laughs> She's an idiot. Like, it, it was just to make Faith feel bad in sad. front of everybody. It was sad. She like was kind of, I watched her reaction as it was happening. And she, yeah. and she had like a reaction like everybody else did, which was like a whoa reaction. Yeah. But then that whoa, like, a, like in the middle of it, it kind of turned. turned. To like, oh, that's me who who's getting shit on. This is she about said, me right now. She okay. said, I'm, I'm hurt. She says that to Angela. She's hurt. But then Angela, you know, giving her a shoulder to lean on a little bit, you know, says you don't need a pirate anyway. And then uh, she says you're better than the situation. Yeah. I'm not going to let you be upset about a pirate. And then Faith comes back with a great line. Which is, uh, hey, pirates are, are known for stealing booty. Yeah, he's doing what pirates do. He steals booty. And then she says something which is, is actually I, I actually believed her. And I'm excited to see some, her 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 deliver on this, which is she's like, this actually is motivating me. And she didn't say it with any bombast. You know, yeah. she was just kind of being real. And she was like, this actually motivated me. Um, I would love to put a player in his place. Um, and, you know, basically saying this dude needs to be spanked. Uh-huh. And I want to go in there and I want to show them how strong of a person I am. And it's just like, I'm coming after this guy now. Yeah, I think she can do it. I do too. I mean, let's not forget she has. She was in the military. She was in the military, but also she has clawed to be on this franchise. Yeah. So, I mean, she she's she comes from humble beginnings as a roommate on Vanderpump Rules. And, right. And no one's really talking about that. I, I, honestly, to me, she's the biggest star in the thing because Vanderpump Rules. That's is, your holy grail. I mean, uh, the challenge is my holy grail. But Vanderpump Rules, I think, is the best. I don't know. It's probably one of the best reality shows currently on tv uh-huh. she only had a little bit and she, she had weird storylines especially the last one but i'm looking for i don't think faith wants to squander this opportunity well unfortunately this was not faith's episode i mean she basically lost that elimination for her and angela yeah because whatever happened with her thumbnail and now she's watching the guy she thought she had a real connection with hook up with ashley the night she has been sent home that brings us directly to a daily called Don't Push Me Around. This is a full contact daily. Uh, it, it has its roots in rugby. They're trying to get one ball over to the other side of the field, but they have sort of this, these turntables they have to go through. And uh, people are getting really physical in this daily. Cam and Kaylee get the power vote, so they get to decide which team they want to be on. So the team breakdowns are as such. Kara and Marie, Zach and Amanda, Cam, Kaylee, Brad and Kyle, Hunter and Ashley are on Team Orange. On Team Yellow are Johnny and Tony, Shane and Nelson, Jose and Devon, and Joss and Sylvia. 
Before this game begins, Shane is talking to Nelson. They're doing a duo interview, and Shane is saying, um, think with your brain, not with your balls. We need to lose this. Our team cannot win because if our team wins, we Johnny and Tony are going to get the MVP um, they're going to get that title, and then they're going to have the power vote. They're definitely going to send us in to the elimination. So right off the bat, Shane is declaring that he is going to throw this. Yeah, it's a good move. He says, I'm going to stop. I'm going to do everything to stop and, my team and, from and, winning. And Nelson's going, Nelson's going, God, no, man. You just got to go in there and play your hardest. Poor and then, Nelson. And then Shane goes, stop thinking with your dick and think with your brains. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but I thought it was balls. Balls. Did he say dick? Anyway, stop thinking with your genitalia and think with your brains. So then we get some, um, just like some unnecessary footage about Zach talking about how much he loves tackling people and how this is great. And then we see him tackle a bunch of people. Uh, and then Amanda on the orange team, she gets the first goal. So that was exciting. That means they just need to get one more goal and they win. That is when Shane's treachery becomes incredibly important. He looks like he's sitting there uh, crisscross applesauce meditating at, at one point. In the beginning, he's just not even really pitching in. But in this in this um, second score attempt for the Orange team, he starts telling Cam where to go. Come to this side. Come to there. He's helping her get her second score. And then what happens? He helps her get a second score. Well, he his, his help gets Hunter to get the second right, score. Right, right, yeah. right. So um, Jose tells Tony, what Shane did. Tony gets very upset. He he says in an interview, "We're we're risking life and limb. We're we're, we're out there risking life and limb. This I'm made out Nick there. Laugh I'm, so I'm, hard. On, I'm on the field giving everything I got, and I got this guy making a mockery of this this game where we have to get through these funny little <laughs> doors, and I'm and I'm. Uh, it's just a chance for guys to hit each other really hard and throw a Nerf football around. This guy's making a mockery of that." Jose and Shane then get into a heated uh, debate, which turns into a, you know, yelling fight. Um, you know, Jose says, you scree you sabotaged us, you sabotaged us. And Shane says, I'm not on your team. I didn't sabotage us. I sabotaged you. You. And, and then Shane's like, I did it. And it was great. Yeah. And then he does a, a well, hopping he goes, motion. You, no, he goes, you fucked me over. You fucked me over. That's what Jose says to Shane. And then Shane goes, yeah, I fucked you over. I did it. It was great. And then he does like a thrusting motion. He goes, I believe what he said was it felt like a real fuck. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which, I mean, he was also fucking glee. I'm, I'm going to use curse now. Now, that yeah, we did. Uh, he was gleeful as he was getting at Jose like this because Jose snapped, snapped. Yeah, they both. Yeah, Jose snapped, but I feel like I don't know if Shane looked as great as he thought. Oh he no, did. no, he he was having a good time doing this to this man. He likes to needle and poke. Mm. He likes to needle and poke. He likes to see people have like emotional outbursts caused by him then came my uh, least favorite moment of the show which is joss in an interview with hand puppets acting out shane and jose and this just looked to me like they were like joss was like i don't have anything to say and the producers were like take these hand puppets and it was uh, weird maybe the hand puppets were something that they were going to use a lot to act out things and they've just used it once but didn't make joss look good 
Really did not. So Nelson's upset. Shane is his partner, and he can't do anything about it. Um, Jose has a single, which we learned about in this episode, and then we heard. Yeah, well, that was what was funny, because Jose was uh, talking about how he's got a job. Shane's got no job. And Shane's like, what are you talking about, being on this show? And he's like, no, I have um, a single out. And he's like, your single sucks. Yeah. You know, it's like, it clearly stinks. And then, like, they cut to Shane's interview, and he's like, oh. Oh, his single? Like, oh, I haven't heard it. He's like, it's probably pretty good, but I'm not yeah. going to tell him that. I like how he, like, he was just earnestly like, no, it's probably pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, ah, are you sure? And then going out of that scene, um, they're playing a song, and you know, on the lower third, they'll uh, sometimes tell you who the artist is. And it was Jose featuring some other guy. Yeah. You know what? It wasn't half bad. It was not half bad. Wasn't half bad. So this episode ends with Zach and Amanda being named the MVP for the Orange Team, which means they will have the power vote in next week's elimination. I can't wait to see what happens. Kudos to Shane for entertaining us so much tonight. I want to say something really quick about the move that Shane did throwing this challenge. Um, they, they really edited it to make it seem like Shane doesn't know what who he's messing with or like, boy, Shane's got a lot to worry about. If you really think about it, the only people upset after he threw that were Johnny Bananas and Jose who are part of the two teams that he said were 100% going to vote for him and they could not win this thing. Now, I didn't see anybody taking any sides with anybody on this. They just showed Johnny Bananas arguing with uh, Shane and then Jose arguing with Shane. Mm -hmm. I don't think this was detrimental at all to Shane's game. I think everybody on the other team, the only things that they said in the interview were basically like, Oh, yeah. Thanks, Shane. Like, yeah. you did it. Like, they, nobody was like, Shane messed up. I'm, we're going to vote him in. No nope. way. Um, I, I believe Zach and Amanda uh, probably won't vote in. Um, they're, they're just, they're not going to vote in. Um, Shane and Nelson? No, but they're going to take the easy route, and I think they're going to vote for uh, Jose. And Yeah, they're definitely going to vote so for Jose. I, I, I mean, I, we know that, uh, you know, Zach's not going to vote for Tony. They have an alliance. And, and Amanda has an alliance with Shane. Right. I, 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 there, there's no. Is, I mean, Amanda's in the uh, the crew, right? In the, yeah, uh, uh-huh. lavender the ladies. Lavender ladies. Um, that has been tonight's episode yeah. recap it's a good from episode. us. We enjoyed this a great deal. Past two weeks have been hitting it out of the park. We've been getting yeah. an elimination and a daily, which you know makes us so happy. MTV, thank you. Um, as always, please follow us on Reality Blows Pod at Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ashley B Roberts. You can find Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M A R I T A T O. Please give us those five stars on the Apple Podcast app and as as always, may the TJ's twist and turns be with you. And maybe me. I screwed it up. <laughs> I screwed it up. We'll have to figure it out next time. Good night.